This second season of the Grown Up podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger, and discover new opportunities that, among other things, can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation, and energy into your daily routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey, the new season of Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca, Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, coach, and mostly what I do these days is traveling the world to help individuals, entrepreneurs, business owners to grow their life and their business, to have more time and more energy while making more money. In my travel, I get to meet lots of people, business owners, or what I call business owners to be, or simply regular human beings who struggle more or less with the same topics. I get asked plenty of questions, and some of them, after a while, become a topic of an article, an ebook, or a talk. In this season of your coaching journey, I'll get to answer a question that very often is firstly asked when I meet new people. Where is all this energy coming from? Or how come you have so much energy? There is a quick answer to that, as one can tell when someone's work energizes them. And while I have been born with a fair level of energy, most of it is coming from technique and practice, like most things in life and business. As I am a coach, it's not rare to add a question to any of the questions I get asked. Like in this situation, I will ask, imagine you have all the energy you want. What will be different in your life? This is exactly how each episode will go. I will share with you some secrets and I will give a homework and let you with a question to help you reflect and move forward. While I totally enjoy this podcast, know that no books, no courses, no podcasts, name it, no matter how amazing they might be, can replace the work you do with a coach. The journey is not necessarily pleasant nor joyful every day, but it is worth it. So fasten your seatbelts, take out your notebook, disconnect your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, and come with me into your coaching journey. Hello, hello, my dear listeners and my dear friends. I have the feeling I know every single one of you. And despite the fact that all I do is speaking to a mic, I can feel the energy on the other end. I am so humbled and so happy. And it's such a fulfillment experience to see the increasing number of listeners, to read your comments and also answer your questions. The beauty of a podcast is that you can listen to it as many times as you want. And also, you can come back and ask me any questions. I will do my best to help you find your own answers. Because this is your coaching journey. In today's episode, we will approach a topic that can be mind-blowing, life-changing. We'll be speaking about self-love or how to love yourself more and the tips to do so. Sounds great? Take out your notebook, turn off your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, And here we go. Love. Everybody wants it. Everybody talks about it. The source of everything. Our deepest joy and happiness as well as our deepest suffering. No matter where we come from, 
and what are our values. Love tends to be a common denominator for all humans and not only. Yet, not everyone expresses or manifests its love in the same way, which may lead to a lot of confusion and mostly a lot of frustration. Also, sharing love is different depending on cultures. I remember my grandfather, I love him so much, saying, a kid shall be loved while asleep, so he, she feels it without using it against. My mom, his daughter, by the way, considered there is never enough love to give to a child. So here I am. Many other cultures, like China, Korea or Japan, for example, believe you shall not spoil the child with too much love, while others are making the child the focus of all their attention, like Latin America or Russia, for example. And sometimes this varies inside the same culture or inside the same family. And here we talk only about the way they manifest love, not at all questioning how much love they have for their child. I'm sure there is a lot of love in the world. There is nothing good or bad about any of the approaches. Yet, when a child which has been raised without visual sign of love meets a child who is used to being hugged and kissed all day long, the interaction may not be as smooth. They will be curious or surprised the other kid does not act in the same way. Now imagine the same when those kids are adults. You see, the only difference is that we don't longer act out of curiosity, but we use judgment. And therefore, the first person may see the second one as not serious. Why is she touching me all the time, right? I hate this. While the second person may feel she has in front of her a block of ice. I have never met a guy who is incapable of expressing any form of love. Sounds familiar? Well, this may be the source of one of the biggest forms of frustration. How to get out of that? Well, it's easy to say, stay open, be open-minded. The fact is that our heart will suffer when we will not recognize the sign of love and will long for love. When we want to explore more love, loving yourself may be the best or the most important thing one can do. Here is it why. When we depend on external factors to receive love, this is what may happen. First, as in the previous example, not everyone expresses love or expresses it in a form that is recognizable for everyone. Second, feeling you are not loved may be legit, yet not necessarily true. It is as easy as spending time with a pet or a child to see the difference. Have you noticed when in presence of a child or a pet all that we do is enjoying them without thinking of how much do they love us, right? Third, receiving love is something you may not be trained as all one. For most givers, and we talked about it in the previous episode, remember? You can always go back and listen to that one as well. But the givers, they may not be trained on receiving, which include receiving love. So we may complain we are not loved or not loved enough, yet the main issue may be an incapacity or a lack of training, if you want, of receiving and appreciating love to start with. At the end, that will be completely out of your control. 
you will just feel the need. You will wait for someone, someone, something to satisfy your need of love. Who has the control on that? That's right, not you. Hence, the frustration. Now, on the other hand, loving yourself is liberating. When you do not only open doors to love coming to you, you also start by recognizing love in everything and every form and shapes. And also, you don't longer expect love. You simply take it as a bonus. Many people are not considering themselves good enough to be loved. They may not be happy with the way they have been created. Like they may think they are not too tall or to fit or not having curly hair or straight hair, whatever, giving a chance, they will change tones about themselves. Now, let me ask you this. If you don't consider yourself worthy of love, why anyone should love you? Also, you know, you know yourself so well, yet you often speak to yourself in ways that are unacceptable to anyone else. You could not imagine speaking that way to someone other than yourself. How many times a day you say to yourself, you are stupid, or how come you can eat that much, or I told you, you'll never be able to do that marathon, what the hell you are even trying to try for it every single month or every single day? You look like crap today. And please, you are so fat, it's impossible to wear that skirt any longer. You are incapable of being nice to your mom, for God's sake. And each of you can find the examples that are relevant for you. When I listen to my clients, I'm amazed by the words they use towards themselves, and they seem they don't even realize it. These are kind and generous individuals, so why is that? You see, I'm asking you, why are you so tough on yourself? Sometimes we are linking self-love to selfish or even arrogance, yet there is a huge step to take in between. It is far more easy to love yourself when you have been raised with love, unconditional love from your family. And so much more complex to learn that when you did not receive it as a kid. You see, you may not know the journey the person in front of you have been through. So just be kind. You may never know what kind of love or form of love he she received while growing up. Yet here is the good news. It is a mind process. Love is an information that is perceived by our brain. Like I can tell you, I love you, and you may not even believe me. Find all the logical reasons why that is actually impossible to happen. You can also give me all the past experiences where you suffered out of love, or you thought you have find it and it vanishes. The truth is, love is a state of mind, just like light. It is there every day, sometimes more difficult to see, yet there. The story we tell to ourselves has a huge impact not only on how we view love, but also on how we give love. Choosing to give unconditional love to everyone and everything, including self, is a sign of fulfillment. And yes, it may not be as easy to love an enemy, someone who just hurt you or did something that is so different or against your core values. Yet, when you think about it, 
whoever did that, what that person did, it says so much more about themselves than about you. Not to mention that it can only hurt you if you allow it to be a pain point for you. And finally, when you want more love into your life, we start by giving more love. Give more love to yourself first, but also to others. And mostly, start watering the love more than the fear. I hear you. You have been in relationship where you have been in pain. Maybe you have been hurt. Maybe you have been cheated on. Maybe you have been lied to or so more. And yet, that was something that happened in that relationship. Actually, it could have happened more than once. Yet, who says, because something happened in the past, it will repeat in the future. You are on this coaching journey right now. Next time it will happen, you will know better. You already are a different person. Watering the soul, the love, instead of the fear, has a huge advantage in getting yourself free, free of any expectations. Love is not longer a need. Someone external has to take care of, but something in you, a state of mind, a state of soul, as I mentioned in the previous episodes, you take care of yourself and that need of love. And once we learn that we find unlimited sources of love, we can find it in everything, every time. When we start watering and nourishing the soul, our own soul, we allow life to flourish. We open doors to unlimited and unconditional love. We are not longer in need. We are willing to experience life and love in all forms. Why not start by watering your soul and see what bonuses life has for you? There are many ways to do so, and I'll explain one in a few seconds in today's homework. But remember, it is all practice, practice, practice. To change the way a mind processes and thinks, it may take many days or weeks or sometimes years. Time is not relevant in this process. What matters? It's your awareness and the desire to change because you can change this. You can love yourself. You can love yourself more. You can allow love to be part of your life every single day. This is something you have access to. And if you want a little bit more like straightforward tips to go for it, here are four easy tips. And the fifth one will actually be your homework for the next week. Okay, tip number one. You can use daily self-love meditation. You can find a few of them on YouTube. The one I prefer, I, um, it's, it's called Improve Self-Esteem by The Honest Guys. You can search for them on, on YouTube. And if you don't find it again, just reach out. I will be happy to send you the link. The second tip is like, you keep a self-love journal where you can write each time you judge yourself or speak bad to yourself. Being aware of the way we speak to ourselves, it's one of the best things to improve and change that. Tip number three, you can add a daily morning routine, including self-love affirmation, to improve your own capacity to love. You can find inspiration on many articles or internet about morning routines, but it can include 
a short meditation, like the one I mentioned before on tip number one, a short affirmation, like I am worthy of love. And, and say it like you mean it for God's sake, I am worthy of love. And the daily visualization, imagine the day in as many details, like you see how you'll enjoy your morning coffee or have the positive experience in the way to work of how the meeting will turn out great today, etc, etc. Get my point? That's your morning routine. And tip number four, you can simply start smiling to yourself in the mirror each time you see yourself. Don't judge yourself. I know it may be funny in the, in the first, but I can assure you that doing that, it will definitely change the way you see yourself. Put yourself on the mirror and start smiling to yourself. I know you can. And as we reach the end of this episode, here it is, you know, your homework and the tip number five. Today and every day of the next week, your homework is to take care of yourself. I know it can be hard at first, yet think of yourself like you are a person who love, who you love deeply and who want to take care of. Maybe it's like your best friend or like a child, your own child. Who would you how would you pamper yourself? Would you enjoy a great movie? Would you just go to a spa? Would you just treat yourself with the best coffee in town? Would you spend some time with your best friend and share some of your own stories for a change? Would you just sit quietly in a park and enjoy the moment? No phones, no distraction. You can be as creative you want with this homework. Just make sure not one day passes without you pampering yourself. I can't wait to hear your comments and, and self-care ideas that you come up with. Share with us your experience. I will definitely enjoy it. And you will enjoy your pampering week. As we reach the end of this episode, I want to leave you with this final question. Knowing you have all the love that you need, how would you live your life? How would you, how would you achieve your dreams? In the next episode, we'll explore more the power of the dreams. You see, everything is linked together. Or also how to get clarity in what you really want. Till next week, my dear friends, enjoy the pampering, enjoy the self-love, have a wonderful journey. And remember, this is your coaching journey. See you next week. Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.